They got it behind the scenes like behind the O line. Soon as the QB say hype, <laughs> it's big game, big game, game, game. Analysis from the player's point of view. Injuries, big trades, player news. Yeah, <laughs> set the competition. Any play with Tony Dungy, better listen. I'm talking about big game sports bug. Set everything you need and more. Yeah. Big game sports bug. I thought I told you once before, we call him Big Gang James. Yeah, Big Gang James. Big Gang James. What's up, everybody? And welcome to another edition of Big Game Sports Buzz, where sports fanatics and pro athletes get together and talk about all things sports and things involved with it. I am one of the hosts, Jay Stocks, the buff nerd. Let's go. And of course, I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, the reason why we have the show called what it is. That dude they call Big Game James. What up, guy? Merry Christmas to you. No. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> Yo, Big Game has been dealing with this, but you know what? We're going to keep it moving, keep it rolling. He's going to come in here with his voice. Hey, what's up, dog? This is usually what he says. Hey, up, Merry, Christmas, man. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Good to have I'm you, on, man. I'm, I'm mad. I'm on fire right now, baby. It's all good. <laughs> All to the good, all to the good. Hey, thank you, everyone that has been following us, uh, following us and subscribing, telling your people, telling your friends, telling people you don't even know. We so appreciate it. Now, all the subscribers and the followers, and of course, the views, it's been wonderful and fantastic. Make sure that you keep it up. Make sure that you keep chatting with us. You know we love the interaction. That's what we live for. Make sure that you like, subscribe, smash that bell for Big Game Entertainment. We have a lot of stuff that's coming up. Uh, not only just big game sports buzz, but of course we have Cowboys cutting up tomorrow because we got to talk about that great win against the Eagles. Let's go. And of course we're going to have a new show that we're trying to premiere here, a two birds, one show talking about Philly sports and craft beer. Very interesting. 10 PM Eastern standard time, 9 PM central standard time. Make sure you check those guys out. Very funny, very colorful, but, uh, yo, and of course, whenever you want to hear what we're doing, we're on Amazon, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, we are there. So without further ado, and as is big game, I hear him clicking, so I know I hear you. You good, my guy? Yo, I hear you, man. Can you hear me? Fantastic. It, I, it is what it is, bro. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm mad, man. You know, brand new Christmas gift is tweaking. Nah, all to the good. Yo. Grand Dizer, happy holidays, my dude. Season's greetings and Merry Christmas and cheers to you as well. Man, I'm so excited. Grand I'm Dizer, so happy we appreciate you, baby. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Yo, tip the cup. Tip the cup, my guy. Tip the cup. Mm. Mm. Cheers wow. and cheers and cheers again. So, yo, uh, let's go ahead and let's get into this because there's been some things happening here lately. And now it's time for us to get into these four... All right, of course, starting this off, uh, you know, let's go through the four downs real quick, and then we're going to go ahead and jump into that first one. Broncos mm -hmm. fire Hackett. Hmm, Ooh. Time. Let's see. Two concussions. Is it time? 
three concussions one season. Let's discuss. Only two diagnosed, though, but I feel where you're coming from. Only two. Yeah, it's three. Two Street diagnosed. clothes, Anthony Davis, a.k.a. that dude who don't play a lot. Ooh. What's the deal with him? Is it time it's to time, move man. on? And, of course, the college football playoffs, because you know who the Horn Frogs, we're here to take it, baby. Go Frogs. So let's jump into hey, the man, first don't one. Don't put no money down with your heart. <laughs> I feel you, though. I feel you, though. I feel you, though. Hey, man, look, I've been ride or die with them for a very long time. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, the part tour, yeah, yeah, does certain makes me feel a certain kind of way as well, Grandizer. Um, you know, well, Grandizer, I did that. I'm trying to be funny, man. I did that as kind of yeah. attention grabbing tour upside your head. Uh, kind of like a oops upside your head, but it really falls back to at a point in time, Tua shouldn't have been on the field anyway. So that falls back onto yeah. the doctors, right? And now, yeah. even with, you know, you see the replay and how he hit his head, it's almost like why was Tua even back on the field again yeah. this time? So it's yeah. not to poke fun at Tua, trust me, because that's the last thing I'm going to do as a former player sure. is to make fun of a head injury. But it's kind of one of those things like Tua upside your yeah. head. You it's know, a headline. Man, yeah, just a headline, it's definitely man, a headline. We'll – yeah, we're going to talk about that in second down, but we got to get to this uh, Hackett firing out in Denver. Too soon? Can we say it's too soon? Can we uh, say, I mean, it's been what, uh, a year, two years? Hackett? It's been 15 yeah. games. <laughs> so <laughs> This is his first year, 15 games. That's all it's been. It's been on two years. It's been 15, 4 and 11. And you know what? It was like, you know what? This ain't going to work. And Jay, the rumor is, man, this dude had no control of his locker room. He couldn't. I, I uh, have to believe that he, he he couldn't manage the locker room. He couldn't get things done respectfully, the right way. The guys weren't listening to him no more. After you know, think about it. Early in the season, he had some oddball decision making that we're like, what? He had to go hire a time management consultant. Out of the history of the NFL and all the jobs I've seen, these yeah. dudes give some of their friends a yeah. time management consultant. What? Hey, look. So he just did lie. some things that was just few and far in between, man, where Hackett didn't want to keep a job. The way it looked at the end of the yeah, new wow. management came in. I mean, new ownership, excuse me, not management. New ownership came yeah. in, and, and Hackett laid a piss poor foundation. You got the quarterback you wanted who's underperformed all year. Uh, they had to make a change. I got to Can you make a statement, then I got a question for you <laughs> on that as well. <laughs> Could you, could you, but could you say that it's all on him? Because I have to kind of blame that GM, but also the line play. I think there's a lot of things going on there with that. Um, Trey, what up, guy? Good to see you, my man. I should have been fired after the first game. <laughs> he said way too late, even after one game. Wow. After the first game? I mean, you have to look. With Hackett and that squad and that defense, you have Jared Judy. Right. You have uh, I can't remember the tight end. You have a decent tight end, have a decent running back, you know. But they traded with Chubb early in the year. It's like they gave up. They traded away their best pass rusher. Yes. Yes. And and, and and it it gives you the thought that and maybe it was the fact that they didn't pursue Von Miller harder to try to keep him. Maybe he just was ready to go. Maybe he saw the writing on the wall like, yeah, I'm not here for rebuilding. <laughs> I mean, but they. But what's crazy is they they weren't in a rebuilding stage, were they? I mean, they're what 
five years removed, four years removed from a Super Bowl? Not long ago. Long enough, though, to where they didn't put the pieces to around it quick. And the thing that hurt them the most was the quarterback position. They got well, old yeah. fast at the quarterback position. They couldn't bounce yeah. back from it. So here yeah. it is. Oh, cool. We're going to go get Russ. He's going to write the ship. We're going to win. <laughs> and it's just like, cooking. oh, well, well, first game, all right, he got to get it. He didn't practice a whole lot. Oh, wait. Yeah. We, okay, so he's still a little rusty. We got to get five weeks ago. I was like, damn, did we get the wrong quarterback? Because he ain't got it right yet. Bro. Um, Bro. And here it is. They miss again. So here's a, here's a question for me to you. Yeah. Vance Joseph. The way he got fired and ran out of Denver, and he's not a defensive coordinator in Arizona, but yeah. is it like a aha, karma's a mother kind of thing? Because you thought you had your guy. You had to get rid of him. But, and I know yeah. Van Joseph was two coaches removed because they yeah. had a coach between Van Joseph. But I just feel like yeah. it's still the, the coach and Juju coming back on the Denver Broncos, just, just I mean, missing big. It, 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 very, it very well may be because, again, at the end of the day, I think it comes back to – you know, I think it comes back to management and being able to understand where the league is and how, how it goes. Um, you know, it's and look, Grandizer, we're gonna get to that, man. I trust me, I, I get you. Uh, but there's there's a point where with Hackett and Denver and the new management and them saying, listen, we need we need this to happen. We're not far removed from the Super Bowl. You still have Elway that's in the building. So surely you have, you know, some semblance of the winning ways. It, it just, it, it was a, it was bad all the way around. When you can't score, yeah. when you score 16 points and that's the most you're scoring, that's the most you're scoring week in, week out. Yeah. And it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. It's a very bad, bad look. So yeah, horrible look. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just glad they didn't go out and get uh, you know, just some random dude to be the next coach. They they actually went with, you know, an interim and that, that's on staff and you know. Well, you only got I'm two games left. You can't go find nobody for that. What you gonna go get? You gonna do? You gonna pull a Jeff Saturday? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Why not? Yeah, you know what? You know what they should have done? They should have picked a fan. And had a fan experience for the last two games to coach. What's wrong with that? I it, it couldn't have gone any worse. Yes, couldn't have gone any worse. That's that's that dumpster <laughs> fire you like to send me float down a river. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that is right there. You can't that's hire Denver. a fan to come in for yes. two weeks to ride the ship. It'd be cousins mm. and uncles and people all in the locker room mm. that shouldn't be in there. And hey. they'd be like, "All right, nah. family picture time," and everybody be taking selfies with all the stars of the team. Yeah. Going to practice. Nah, no, can't go. Down. Nah, just one week. One week, have one fan each week coach the squad. <laughs> man, come on, man. I, dude, people would pay to see that. People would pay to see it. They would come in from all over the place. You energize your base. That's all I'm saying, man. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. That's what you do. All yeah. right. I feel you. It's a dumpster fire, though. That's Keep what it moving, is. Keep it moving, but I feel you. It's, hey. It sucks, yeah, it sucks to see that, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hey, what Kevin Hart right. like to say? He wasn't ready. <laughs> he went, no, he wasn't ready. No, 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 no. He wasn't ready. All right, let's go to that second down because I know Grand Eyes and my man has been in this. All right, chomping at the bit. Um, And I'm going to read this. 
this last one that he put up because we're talking about concussions. Let's just start there. We're talking about Tua and his concussions. That's our actual second down. And again, diagnosed with two, but yes, in my opinion, there's been three, right? Just one that was undiagnosed and pushing to get back on the field. Um, you know, I get it. The old Gap Band song, right? And this is what Granddaughters is saying. It's the only two diagnosed. Just saw a clip from my guy, how played center in college, who said, why are we saying Tua got a third concussion as if we're all neurologists? Well, you know, not saying I'm a neurologist because I'm not. But if you know someone that has been concussed, you know the symptoms and the signs. Okay. And again, not a neurologist at all. Will never claim to be. But if there are things you're seeing on the field, the way they walk, talk, interviews, no interviews, things of that nature, you have to think, okay, there's something going on here, right? That there's an issue here. So. Well, Jay, it's easy because, not trying to be yeah. funny, there's yeah, yeah. been times in the NFL where we were misdiagnosed and not diagnosed and later on came back and said, oh, you had a mild concussion. That's happened before. Yeah. So yeah. for it to not be physically, like, di medically diagnosed right then when it happened, yeah. you go back and look at that hit. What was that, the Buffalo game where his head hit the ground mm -hmm. the way it did? Yeah. And the way he acted yeah. later, and then to have the repeat, I mean, have the the, the, the concussion the following week against the Bengals, he had something. It wasn't just yeah. a slight blow to the head. So whether it was diagnosed yeah. or not, not going like you said, yeah. I'm not a neurologist. Lord knows I couldn't finish med yeah. school. Um, I'd have to take that up. But I'm just saying – a lot of different things happen. I'm going to check out Barry Cunningham's video because yeah. if Grandizer rec recommends it, it's just yeah. some pretty damn good stuff right there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I'm so definitely going to check that out. It's definitely going to be worth checking out. I'm going to look up the Barry Cunningham uh, yeah. thing, video that he did to see. But lo, lo and behold, this is the whole point. Yeah. The NFL is dropping the ball somewhere between what they have in place for mm. the on-field safety. So for two of the finish a game and then come back the next day, with the symptoms and signs, it had to be missed right there. Like, who missed it? How in the hell did it get missed to where he got back on the field and the, the guy on top didn't rain down like, hey, that was a hard hit. Get him in the tent. I'm coming down. We're going to do a diagnosis on him real fast. But I think this also goes to the point of why, why the people on the staff were fired in the first place after his first one. Well, remember and one staff. That, it was an independent doctor that was that was okay. And I'm sorry, you're correct. You're you're correct, and that's still, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, they were fired because you had a player, and I think this happens a lot. A player is pushing to get back on the field. Oh yeah, big time. You, and we always think got to save a player for themselves a lot, Jay. So to me, this is what that situation is with Tua. If you have two concussions diagnosed again, I still say three, but you know you can say two, <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, you, you have players that uh, want to get back to the field. They want to continue to play. And I get that, man. And, yeah, can't even speculate. Only two in his doctor knows. Sure. Um, we weren't in the room. But we understand. But, but, but Grandizer, understand this. If you see a player that's not playing the way they have played and you're noticing movements, Right. And he's a quarterback. So the camera's going to be on them the whole time. Every time he touches the ball, and now you know he has concussions in the season, then yes, 
the camera's going to be on them all the time. Um, you start to notice those things. Again, not a neurologist, not in the room. But big game is right, you know, in, in my opinion. There's a point where, as a player, you're looking at it from the standpoint of, I need to get out on the field. I need to get out on the field. And if you have a team that's, you know, trying to make that playoff push and you're doing so well and your backup is not your starter, let's just call it what it is. Right. You know, and if he's saying, hey, I feel good, I feel great, I feel good, I feel great, I, I, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. No, I'm good. I can see, yeah. You know, whatever the case may be, whatever it was, he was on the field. Hey, but Jay, even with this new concussion, not trying to be funny, when they yeah. when the, when they hit when it happened fast motion, and they still mm-hmm. speculate on when it happened, like right, we don't even know, right? But the, when they replayed it, if you watch that fast motion live, you can't yeah. really tell that Tua hit his head and hurt himself. You can't even yeah. tell. Yeah, 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 you yeah, really yeah for sure. You really can't until you you see the replay and they slow it down, like. When I watched NFL Countdown yesterday is when I was like, oh, damn, he hit his head hard for real. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. okay, so he, you know, that's why he came into work the next day. And this is my whole thing. The whole reason yeah. that two is on this show and we're talking about it right now, I want to know what should what should be next for two. And that's me from mm. a former player standpoint asking yeah. fans and asking Jay Stoggs their opinion yeah. on the feeling of here it is, Tua starting to flourish this year. He has mm-hmm. a new coach, new belief system. Yeah. He's had a couple of bad few games these last three, but that's not the fact. Right. The point is, is it time for him to start considering his safety and longevity and life over mm-hmm. football? If it's he's this susceptible, or is it going to be mild? Uh, he'll come back later and be fine for the rest of his yeah. career. It's just a question to ask because the one that was missed, because I don't care what it was diagnosed or not, it was a concussion right. that was missed. Yeah, I seen. I've called it on players on the sideline of the cause I coach. Yeah. I'm like the trainer comes over, like, "Hey, you need to hey, go get him. Check him out right now." <laughs> yeah, I saw take his hat. I see his yeah. eyes. Take his hat. He's not ready to go back and play no more. Take his helmet. Yeah, goes to the doctor later. Goes through the protocol before going to see a doctor. It's like, yeah, coach, yeah. he did have a concussion. So I've seen enough of them in my lifetime to, for me to sit back and say on the sideline watching him on TV, "Damn, yeah, he more likely had a concussion." I damn near yeah. bet my firstborn child on it, okay? And then yeah. thirdly, it's not about being a doctor if he has a concussion or not. My whole thing is at one point in time, do you start protecting the player from themselves, worrying about their mm-hmm. long-term health, and if they're going to keep gambling because they're playing a game they love to play. It is hard to separate that love and that health, Jay. It is. Yeah. You know, that's all you've known from the time yeah. you're little and start playing football to the time yeah. you're grown, and someone is telling you, Hey man, you might need to start thinking about something else. And you're only 20 something years old. You don't want to hear that. Right. You don't want right, to hear right, that. Right. Yeah. You, yeah, you, you for feel sure. like you're younger. When you're young, you feel invincible. And the point yeah. of this whole down is for me personally. Yeah. What is it going to take to make sure that players are safe man. in the league? Period. Yeah. What does the NFL yeah. need to do to make sure that a guy can't finish a game and he comes to the training facility the next day, like, hey, by the way, I got that concussion thing again? That's what's got to get fixed. Yeah, and on that note, we're going to move it over to the third down. Hey, Rabina, glad you're here. Always a pleasure. Uh, So this one is near and dear to my heart because I always want to see what's going on and how those Laker fans feel about their acquisitions over these past 
five, six years. And of course, we're talking about the face of the franchise, the brow, street clothes, aka Anthony Davis. Is so, he really the is he really the face though? Is is he not the face of the franchise? LeBron's the face of that franchise. Is he? <laughs> How's LeBron the face of the franchise? He's not the face of the franchise. He's the eyebrow of the franchise. <laughs> no, he's the fashion consultant of the franchise. No, that would be Russell. Russell's the no. Russell is no, the fashion no. Russ is not the fashion consultant because we don't. We usually see him in a basketball uniform. With, they don't even they don't I even see show what you did there, buddy. Okay, okay. Because we, you know, we just looked at you know Anthony Davis to say, hey, what's the latest fashion? And we can see it for all four quarters. Unlike Russ, you know, we're only going to see it for you know maybe a few minutes as he's walking in from the broadcast. So there's that. But uh yeah, man, it's in a in a serious note though, man. And I yeah. know it's the guy has a nickname street clothes. It's easy. Yeah. To to sit up and and mess with them, um, what should be the Lakers' next move when it comes to Russell? Uh, I mean Russell Anthony Davis, man, because it's indefinite. We don't even know when he's going to come back, how he's going to. And let's, I mean, let's be real. Do you really think the Lakers had a chance to even make the play-in game? No. I don't personally. No, no. So what this does no. for them now is. It doesn't help anything at all. They have no shooters. They no. don't have a big. LeBron's no. got to try to carry on the weight. It's too yes. much for him to bear at this age by himself. And yes. Anthony Davis, is he another one that needs to start thing about longevity later on? Or is it just a foot and he can figure it out later on? But, I mean, it's like a foot. It's a knee. It's a this. It's a that. I think at this point, man, and, and here's, here's, the, here's the hard part of this, right? If you cut him, you still got to pay him. Goes against your cap. If you try and trade him, who's going? Who are you going to trade for? You know what capital you got, other than him, and they already know his history, right? And so it's it's a hard choice because at the end of the day, you basically just got to say, look, we just got to let him play his contract out, and we're just going to be in a constant rebuild until we get until we get rid of Anthony Davis, and until we get rid of LeBron. And Russ. So you're gonna have to cut ties with those three players in order for the Lakers to get better. Hmm. That's the only way it works. That's the only way it works. LeBron is aging. And I mean, yes, he still is gonna get you 30 points on just about any given night. He can do that. But you know, how many times is he gonna do that? Um, and there's no one else on the squad. Well, there's other people on the squad. We just all don't really know. Okay, them yes, well. they're Plus physically in LA and yeah. the real Lakers fans. I get what you're saying on that. They're physically um, people on the on the team. Yes. At the end of the day, man, I did not want to see Anthony Davis hurt again. I don't think no. anyone did. It's not like no. we. It's not. I feel like I'm on the defense now, just because even what I titled the show. Um, <laughs> but the whole the whole point is that. Here it is. You thought you had something going pretty. I mean, that he was playing for a while. We were talking about the Lakers only needing help, right? We weren't talking about the Lakers completely sucking. We're talking about if they should get rid of Westbrook and bring in another shooter so that they can contend in the West. Now, Anthony Davis goes out, contention is out the window. I don't care who they bring in because they need that piece to be competitive in the Western Conference. And without Anthony Davis, they're not going to do that. They're not going to be competitive. 
at all. They need the scores. They need them. Um, so yeah, it's it's that's a dumpster fire, man. It's been a dumpster fire for a very long time. Um uh, <laughs> it's since the bubble. Um, since the bubble. And I would even say it contained it started before then, but you know, there you go. Um uh, I think we move on to our fourth down. Folks, ladies, gentlemen, the college football playoff is upon us. And I'm excited because you know who your TCU Horn Frogs will be playing those Michigan Wolverines. Go and- Big Blue! <laughs> oh. Why? 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 I don't even understand that. But it's all good. I mean, you're from L.A. and Vegas and, you know, and all that Nevada, but, you know, whatever. But um, Did you for know me, this is well, I, I tell you what, I saw a story today, and, and I wanted to ask you this when I saw this story. A lot of the Michigan players, especially the, the ones that played last year in starters, um, they said they weren't ready. They said they partied too hard. Um, and so this year, they're taking a step back, and they're not going out during the playoffs. They're, they're just going to, you know, just stay back in hotels, study, and get ready. Is that a player thing or a coach thing from if last the, year to this year? If the player said it, that means they, they believe it somewhere in themselves that that had an effect on how they played last year. And if they're taking ownership, that's a player thing. Um, you yeah. know, when we had our bowl experience back when I was in college, Jay, mm-hmm. we um, our, our coaches were realistic um, as far as they gave us a curfew. We really pretty much we had out there four days. We had one night that we pretty much could go out and have a good time, and we did. And you could smell it on everyone the next day of practice, coaches included. Right. Um, we we lost that bowl game, but I don't right. I don't believe we lost that bowl game because of drinking. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, coaches are going to coach it the way they need to, yeah. the way they want to. And do a good job of it, and you know I think that you know the play. I think that's just the players taking ownership. Now I don't know if I ever would have came out and said that from year before, um, mm-hmm. but you know I commend them if that was the case and they're taking a different approach this time. I yeah. took my hats off to them, man. That's that's a good job yeah. by them, by those young men. And, and that's interesting that you say that because I, I thought it was very telling that they would, the players would come out and say this, and the coaches have not said, "Hey, you can't go out." Or hey, you stay in your room. It's this this is a player imposed uh piece, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're saying, Hey, unless you're a starter, you know, or if you're a starter and you're gonna play significant minutes, you stay in. You're not going out. Otherwise, kicker, see you later. Uh oh, you know <laughs> he said kicker, see you later. Third string wow. peace. So I mean it's it's I think it's, again, and I keep saying this tonight, but I think it's telling that last year's coaching staff, you know, you have to help mold these young men. They're 19, they're 20, they're 21. There's got to be some point where you're saying to them, hey, you need to be responsible for where you go, what you do, and we're going to help you. Because if not, 
you're going to have a situation that you have where you go out there and you drink and you party and you stay up late and you come back. And now you're playing, but your play is not what it's supposed to be. So I thought that was very interesting. I do hope they go out and drink. I hope they carouse. I hope they have a great time. Yes, you do, TC. Out there. So the horn frogs can split their blood out of their eye. Ah. Wow. The blood or two that you just came out just now. That's what it is. True. Horn frogs. Just... But I believe last year, and we need, I mean, we can talk about these other two, this other game. Yeah. Uh, this final four. I just believe that this last year, Michigan was happy to be there. Yes, I don't that's think exactly they expected to be there. They were happy to be there. This year, I mm-hmm. think they're taking it a little bit more serious that they can they can handle business and get to that title game. Um, yeah, you know Michigan, TCU, and then um, Georgia and um, 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 who is it? Is it Ohio State? Yeah, that's it. No, they yeah yeah it is. That's that's Ohio State. Um. I think Georgia's about to beat the brakes off Ohio State. I could be, <laughs> could be wrong. I don't know why I just had a brain fart there. And I, think so? I, I watched a good story about that Coach Ryan day to day. Um, yeah. I just, man, I, I think it's going to be – now, what I want, I want Georgia TCU in a championship game. I'm with you on that um, for obvious reasons. Yeah, obviously. Just, I, I like an underdog story. I wouldn't yeah. mind Jim Harbaugh winning one, but I'm going to pull for – I got to pull for Duggan and TCU. Uh, I want to see them and Georgia in the championship game, and then if that do happens, you Georgia do wins. you think TCU making it to the finals legitimizes the Big Twelve more that Texas and Oklahoma are leaving? I think it helps. I think it helps shows that I don't need you Texas or you Oklahoma because not, let's not be funny. I mean, let's be realistic. What did Texas and Oklahoma do this year? Nothing, and they're taking that no, to the. They're taking that to the the quote unquote God of football <laughs> conference, the SEC. Bye. Yeah. Back. See you later. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think it shows that the right teams together, TCU, I mean mm-hmm. the Big 12 can't survive, just like yeah. the other, you know, power five conferences can. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, that's a whole other football show, another story, how we always talk about there's so much emphasis put on the SEC. And yep. realistically, it's three probably legitimate schools that run that conference and yet yep. we get talked about like they're the best conference on earth like these other conferences don't exist and exactly I, I don't exactly. like that but I mean I yeah. understand that. Yeah. But I again I mean being a homer I think it does legitimize the Big 12. They don't have to win the championship mm-hmm. just being there. Dude, if they do they, beat Michigan. Them, now they beat them it really puts some extra icing on top of the cake. But you know we already got some whipped cream on there just from them being there. If they win it, we're gonna put some icing, some whipped cream, and some cherries on top. Put that cherry, put some cherries on it. That's for sure. That's for sure. No but you know, every time we talk about SEC, especially Alabama, when they start crying, you know what that makes us say? Mm-hmm. I do. I, my hands slow. Oh hell no! 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 Oh, hell no. That's right, folks. It's that time of the show where we get to look at the things that have happened this week over the past that makes us say, oh, hell no. This week, Big Game is going to be bringing us our oh, hell no of the week. Sir, what do you have? 
Well, Jay, I kind of got a little bit of a twofer since you didn't go out and find one this week. <laughs> but first and foremost, man, this one here when it came up, and I was really conflicted on if I even wanted to talk about it because this, I don't like to bring attention to to negative people. But after the Philadelphia Eagles uh, lost to the Dallas Cowboys, a Philadelphia Eagles fan took to Twitter and said, you know, I'm glad Dak Prescott's mom died and his brother died. I hope his other brother joins them soon. Um, a fan gets so consumed in the hate of a rivalry that you get insensitive to people and their feelings in the real life of what goes on. Here it is. Dak Prescott lost his mom to cancer. He lost a brother to suicide. And as a fan, you're mad because he ran off the points that he did beat your team in a division game to to put this hateful tweet up there. So to Mr. Hateful-ass Eagles fan, that's a big old hell nah from me this week. That's a good one, man. And the that's, second that's one. A great one. And that's, the, yeah. that's the serious one. The second yeah. one. Your boy that used to cover Dallas everything was on ESPN. He's the white version of Stephen A. Smith. Who do you think I'm talking about, Jay? Probably Skip. Skip Bayless. Yeah. You no one likes to, me. You get into – now, I don't watch Disputed all the time because when it comes yeah. on, I have a job at work. <laughs> so I like to catch reels on YouTube and Facebook and IG and kind of right. get caught up. And then, you know, they always do reels to promote their shows, right? Yeah. So here it is. Last week, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp get into a debate. Skip Bayless tells Shannon Sharp that he's just jealous of Tom Brady because he wasn't good enough to play until the age of 45. <laughs> he made Shannon Sharp sound like a washed-up, has-been nobody. Shannon Sharp wow. owns a gold jacket. Shannon Sharp was one of the best tight ends to play the game and one tight end that we always talk about in comparison to what tight end was the best. Shannon Sharp's name comes up. So here it is for a journeyman journalist who's brave behind a pen and a pad can just try to yeah. throw out dirt and compare you to other people, take yeah. a stab at this man because he's a Brady nut rider. Excuse my language if I offend anybody. Skip <laughs> Bayless is a D rider to the Dallas Cowboys and to Tom Brady. Okay. And he has his people that he loves. Yeah, and yeah. Just, Brady playing the 45. Shit. Brady ain't playing like Brady right now. That's all that's, Shannon that's was true. saying. He's done. Yeah, yeah he and is. Skip to down talk and try to over talk is that he's jealous that he wasn't as good. No quarterback, no NFL player has hardly played. The other one said, but Jackie Slater had a long career as an offensive lineman. Dallas yeah. Green, that was 20. Yeah. What's done with Brady's done? Yeah. No one's United. Gonna opportunity either because yeah. Brady's going to get a few more chances than others because everybody's going to take that chance, right? So For sure. I was bitter about this. And I love when somebody replayed and showed Richard Sherman dragging him on first take. He said, I have a Stanford <laughs> degree. You're already discredited. I love it. I love it. Again. Because Skip just tries to compare you to someone yeah. else that's an all-pro or someone else and to talk down on Shannon. Like, and like I said, I, I teach yeah. Mr. Club Shay Shay all the time. We know, you know, hey. Gilp, how Shannon talks. Get this way. Skip, let me tell you something, Skip. Funny, Skip entertaining, but at the same time, to take a stab at him, like, yeah. say you're mad and jealous because you weren't as good. One, you can't compare the two positions. And if you're going to put it based on straight longevity, yeah. oh, hell no. Nah. That's, that's oh, hell no nah mixed into oh, hell no. Nah. 
Yeah, no, nah, that's a straight up. Oh, hell no. That's what that is. Uh, let's go. Hey, appreciate you, man. That's a great segment. Let's go ahead. Let's move on to around the NFL in between the lines. So, look, right now, everything is pretty much kind of settling out. Playoff spots have been clinched, right? There's a few that are still in the hunt. But we're going to talk about who's rising and who's falling right now. And we can go ahead and we can start in the NFC. And I think this is probably one of the easier ones to look at because, again, we know who already is clinched. We know who's going to go where, with the exception of maybe the NFC South, okay? But in that, it's pretty much set. We've got to see what happens there in NFC South between Carolina and Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay will win out, but it's going to be a fight until the end. Jay, did you see the first game we had against the Carolina Panthers? Yeah. And I say we, I mean the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Everyone who knows the Buffalo Nerd is a Dallas Cowboys fan. But I'm going to keep it all the way 110 with you right now, Jay. <laughs> did you see how Chuba Hubbard ran that ball last week against the Lions? Hey. And if Vita Vea still not back and hey. Akeem Hicks still isn't back, Dude, we don't stop to run well in the middle with those two big boys out of the game. Yeah. So the NFC South is a wash. I don't even want to talk about that. Whoever wins that game pretty much has a chance <laughs> to win the division with a loop. Right. Whole nother story. I'm feeling like Trey right. now. Your boy Trey in the, the NFL <laughs> needs to redo the playoffs. That should have been a fourth down. They do. But they do. Um they do. You know, the teams to watch out for, man. You know, the yeah. one team that you mentioned and everyone's talking about now. What if Green Bay sneaks into this thing? Man, look, you know, scary thought, but they could come back into this thing and get in there. It is it is plausible. They've got on a win streak. It seems as though they've kind of figured some things out of how they need to play for their team. Right. Um, and and that's I think that's very key and very important because now you don't have Devontae Adams. Now it's who's gonna be your guy. Right, who's who's going to be the one that steps up? Um, and the defense have had to get better, and so they've made they've made strides as well. So yeah, I think that's another team. San Francisco is scary to me um, because to me it's not so much the quarterback as it is the scheme. And when you have that scheme where you can have a rookie third string quarterback come in. And play the way he has, you know, and that's not to take anything away from Brock Purdy, but it, it's just a real fact that hey, they're gonna do it, you know. So, Great point. you know, San Francisco is a scary team to me. Yeah, your point of of Green Bay coming in, I think they, I think they may sneak in. You know, uh, the commies or, or the commies, um, and I think they may slide into that spot there. I think they just might. That's a good one, man. Hey, for the AFC side, can you hear yeah. me, Jay? Yeah. What about those Jacksonville Jaguars, dude? Where where yeah. in the hell did this come from? I think finally they have bought completely into the system and their defense has come on really strong. Um Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson are a good that, pair. D- that's all I'll just say. Doug Peterson, they say, <laughs> is the quarterback repair guy. 
He's the quarterback repair man, and he is wow. He's repaired. He is. Man. He is. He is. He 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 brought Trevor out of the the doldrums of his rookie year and how bad it was and showed the whole team a better way. They're a great pair together. You have a good running back in Etienne. And remember, Etienne was out his first year. He tore his ACL in camp, right? So he missed his whole first year. Yep. So now you see that. And look, we saw firsthand on the Dallas side of it where it was they can make mistakes and they can come back from that mistake. They They can score points. Right. And if you can score points in this league against a vaunted defense, now I'm gonna tell you something. You'll hear this tomorrow, Cowboys cutting up. But Dallas's defense, not so much. Okay. <laughs> hey, shots fired for sure. It's not where it's supposed to be. It's missing something right? where it started. And I'm not trying to be funny. Hey man, Jay, something and we I know you're gonna talk about it tomorrow on your show. Yeah. Hey man, if y'all tune in, if you're Cowboys fans or just like NFC East content, check out Jay Stoggs and Trey Collis, uh Cowboys cutting up. But um Michael Parsons looks hurt. He doesn't look like himself. He still he's hurt he's because he's athletic. He he gets yeah. athletic plays just because that's who he is. He's a freak. Sure. But there's something to his game that's missing right now. And that's why I say he looks like he's hurt, man. Yeah. And, and like I said, we're we're on the AFC, but I, I just wanted to point that out how they have shown how they can win games. Um, you know, as far as that, yeah. They're, they're a team to really kind of look out for. We know we have KC. We know we have Buffalo. Um, you know, Don't that injury, though. Don't forget Cincinnati. I can't, I can't forget Cincinnati, you know. And it's easy to forget them because they've been quietly winning. It hasn't been, wow, they blew someone out. Or they, they've just they've won, and they've been consistent. They've won. Yeah, Io Collis is out. He's out next week. I mean, for the rest of the season. So, but I don't think that really matters to them because hell, you know, last season they had seventy-one sacks, yeah. the highest in the NFL, and went to the Super Bowl. But this is and had a chance they to had win. five consistent starters for an entire year, though, Jay. That's big for them. That's huge. I see what you're saying. That's, I feel exactly. Yeah. So I, I think you know, uh, Joe Burrow is one of the hardest, toughest. I'll say toughest quarterbacks in the league right now. He's one of the toughest. Um, let's go. Yeah. One of the toughest because that dudes get hit, he he pops right back up, right? And he's been hit a lot. Um, so for him to be able to do that and to play the way he is, uh, I, I think that's just one thing that you really have to, you know, take notice of. Tennessee is on that snide. Uh, something is something is really, 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 really wrong in Tennessee. Hey, do you think Vrabel is on the out if they? have another meltdown this year? I think so. I think he has to be. I think he has to be. But the thing is, he was coach of the year last year. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was last year. (laughs) That was last year. (laughs) I mean, you know, that's cute. That's last year, man. (laughs) Because this year, you know, and I understand Tannehill – got hurt or whatever, you know, he got hurt. But it, it's just the fact that you've had the same team over and over and over again, and nothing has changed because you have the same team. And the rest of the league has caught up, right? And make sure that you comment. We want to see your comments. We want to see what you got to say about this. Who do you think is 
is surging in the NFC and the AFC and who right now they may be limping into the playoffs if they even make it. But yeah, I think Tennessee is one of those ones that I've looked at and said, ooh, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much. So I think that that does it for us, yeah? Yeah, pretty much. Is there anything else? I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, but we're gonna touch on yeah. touch on later. I'm on excuse me. I'm gonna drop uh one of my games with extra points, man. JJ Watt announced his retirement. Um and oh <laughs> and boy, let me now, tell you, he, now they just waiting on Cliff. Well, he ain't gonna retire, he's gonna get fired. <laughs> um JJ Watt, man, had a I was like, damn, he had a resurgence uh in the game yeah. Sunday night against Tampa. And then, you yeah. know, announced today that you know that's gonna be it's gonna be his last season with 12 years in the league, 10 yeah. with uh the Texans and two with Arizona and been you know, injury field toward, you know, the latter part of his career, but a big, big, big difference maker on the field, man. So big yeah. shout out. Yo, shout out to you, Grandizer. Yo, my guy, shout can't out, wait. Thank you for coming through, man. We really appreciate you, man. Really appreciate you coming all the time, man. Yeah. Great supporter. It's 43 man. bowls, man. Appreciate you. It's 43 hey, bowls, be, man. I don't watch all of them. Those bowls done today, too, though. They got a bunch of them done today. Yeah, I've seen Buffalo and, and Memphis and Utah State. Bro, trash. You six and six. You don't need a bowl. Craziness. Hey man, somebody made it a fight. Western Kentucky or somebody was five and no. Somebody was five and seven. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was like. Yeah, it is a beating. <laughs> it's a beating oh! to watch that. Yeah. It's a beating to watch that. Uh, but again, appreciate you coming through, Grandizer. As always, my guy. Um, so yo, let's get to that the show. The portion of the show that no one really likes, but we put it in to keep it in because, you know, keep game happy. Come on. <sighs> One's got to go. All right, let's do this. <laughs> so tonight on One's Big Games, one got to go. I decided since we got the, the hot seed and all this other stuff going on in the NFL, I'll pick some coaches to ask Jay Stodds who he thought had to go. So this week's one got to go. You got Mike McCarthy for the Dallas Cowboys, Cliff Kingsbury, Arizona, Matt mm -hmm. LaFleur, Green Bay Packers, or Sean McVay with the L.A. Rabbits. <clears throat> oh, wait. Yeah. Um, You know what's crazy is I actually think <laughs> Thanks to my lap. No, man, what crazy switching. was I just had to look like the Twilight Zone switching. I know, man. Do, 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 do. Um, no, <laughs> to me, it's <laughs> that's scary. Uh, Sean McVay. I actually think Sean, Sean McVay needs to go. Really? Yeah. One year removed from the Super Bowl, McVay? <clears throat> Excuse me. Man, look, when you when you look at this team – and what it has accomplished and what it is now. Yeah. You know, you shutting down Ann McDonald, putting him on the IR because like like it's a dumpster fire. We we can't do nothing else with this. Um you know, you got Stat Pafford. It's it's just it's is horrible. Baker, is Baker coming for his job next year? <laughs> That's a more between the lines question, but hell yes. Know. Yes he is. Oh, oh, oh yes. Okay. Why not? Why not her? Why not? 
I mean, he hasn't shown anything this season. To be honest with you, he wasn't all that great in the Super Bowl. Uh, so, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Give him some weapons. <coughs> get him a decent defense. And, hey, let's let's see. And we saw what he could do in, in Cleveland. Let's see what he can do in L.A. Better weather. Uh, prettier people. Uh, you know. So, yeah. It's, it's a lot more prettier people. Mm. And, you know, maybe he can do something better. No comment on the prettier people. <laughs> um, you know that list? I think the Cowboys, McCarthy name could fall back. He could stay hot. And people want him gone if Dallas is one and done in the playoffs. If he's if he's one and done. Um, Very close. Oh, my. I think. I think Matt Matt LaFleur was a little bit handcuffed with Aaron Rodgers pretty much running that team sure. early on. To me, I think it's Cliff Kingsbury. Um, I think, you know, the guy that Arizona got rid of, uh, Steve Wilkes, mm. is doing well in Carolina right now. He's yeah. 4-1 in their last five games. He has them playing well. The guys believe in him. I believe that um, he deserved a chance. And he yeah. for one year. So, I He's interim, that- right? Yeah, he's the interim head coach now. Do I think they'll keep him? I don't know. I think he deserves to get an interview, but I don't see it happening. Yeah. But, you know, to me, Cliff Kingsbury is the one that's got to go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why the kids cheered me firing Cliff Kingsbury, but they did. That wasn't me. That was the chair. He's just mean today, man. Just mean. Just talking about people's just heads and, and, and cheering people. like. But Cliff, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boo. Yeah, man, I, I got a boo. I might have started a riot with the title. It's okay, bro. It's okay. It's all good. Keep Life the title. Good. Don't you change it. Don't you change ain't, it. Ain't hey, nothing. But you know what time it is? Yes, sir. It's that time of the show. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man. I still go. Go. That's right. It's that time of the show where we have the top five. Top five. Some people have a top 100. Some have a top 50. Some have a top 25. Some even punk out and have a top 10. But here on Big Game Sports Plus, we have top five. Who's in? Who's out? This week, top five New Year's resolutions. Yes. Some of you say, I don't have a New Year's resolution. I don't do resolutions. Well, here we do. So pick out your top five. And they don't have to be yours. But just the ones you always hear all the time. Oh, God. <laughs> this, this is a good one, Jay, because. Thank you, sir. Part of it I'm guilty of. Part mm. of them I get sick of hearing. Mm. Every year I feel like it's the same old thing. People, yeah. new year, a new me. And then a month goes by and the same old same. person come right back on out. You ain't went nowhere at all. <laughs> no, no, no. So no, these not are my five. Yeah. And we should have said the top five most annoying New Year's resolution. Hey, we go for it. But, okay. <laughs> Number five. Yeah. I'm going to start saving money. <laughs> I will be financially free this year. There you go. I've been doing that one for the last 20 years. <laughs> Um, spend more time <laughs> with friends, or be a better friend. 
And then my wife would be like, hey, so-and-so want to go out, man. Tell them I don't feel good. You know, like, you know, shout, hey, hats, <laughs> off, hats off to my wife. She is awesome as far as, like, there you go. You know, plans and dates and stuff together. Yes. Other couples and other yeah. friends. And I will sit on the patio and smoke a cigar in zero below uh, degree <laughs> weather, man. That's that's what big game would do. Um, number three, stop drinking yeah. and be more healthy. Mm. Um, mm. If that's everyone could stop too. drinking because of a resolution, Alcoholics Anonymous would not be in business. And I don't mean to be insensitive. I know it's serious, right? But it is. It is. Yeah. yeah whatever. <laughs> uh, number two, That's start a, start a new business or start a brand new career. How Ooh. often do you hear this? A lot. Jay, I mean, yeah. I know I work with people who may watch this show. I've been finding yes. a new job for the last five years. <laughs> I've been finding that. I think God told me to strike that off my list and don't even ask no more till I'm serious. Just don't ask anymore. So, hey, James, that don't count for your resolution. Just scratch it. Oh, finding a new job or lose uh, or start a new career in the new year. There you go. That's one resolution that I get sick of hearing about. And then my number yeah. one. Yeah. Lose weight. I'm going to start. <laughs> Do you know you cannot go to Fitness Connection, 24-hour fitness, LA fitness for the first three weeks in January because all these New Year's resolutions? I'm telling you. You can't I'm even go you. to the gym. No, January sir. 1st come. Happy New Year, girl. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to lose some weight. I'm, a, That's I'm, what they, I'm going. I'm going to the gym, girl. I'm going to lose some weight. I'm, I'm, I'm starting new me. I wrote it on my vision board. <laughs> Not your vision board. <laughs> With the voice. That's cute, man. Look at that. Like, Big gang got some new toys. You like that, girl? What did he say to you? He want to work out, girl. You better go to the gym. <laughs> See, gang got some new toys for Christmas. <laughs> Oh man, you almost made me snort. Okay, look. <laughs> yeah. Big up for that one. Hey, we run out of time. So let me go ahead and get through these if I can. I'm sorry, dog. I'm sorry. That's perfect. That's awesome. Uh yeah. Mine, hey, work out more. You know, again, just like you said, everyone says it. I say it. You know, and I said it this year. I said, I'm gonna work out more. No, no, it's no. Um spin less. I'm gonna spend less. I'm gonna spend less. I'm gonna spend less. I'm gonna reduce the amount I spend. But yeah, you got the same bills. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pay more attention to my mate. <sighs> Look, you should do that anyway. <laughs> you should do that anyway. Sure. Pay more attention to your mate. You shouldn't have to have a resolution hey, to do now, that. Now you know if you if you just nod between sentences, they think you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Smiling out, right? Smiling out. Uh, be more positive. Yeah. Um, if that's just not your nature, don't don't just just be you. And that's we another all... live toll right there, Jay. That's a good one. That's another live <laughs> toll. I'm going to be more positive in the new year. Be oh, more positive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good one, Jay. Exactly. Yo, if you're you, then you're you. And the friends that you have, they understand what you, who you are and what you are. Just, just cling to them, okay? And then finally, 
I hear this all the time. I'm going to learn a new skill. Okay. That that's cool. Learn a new skill. What skill? I don't know. I'm just going to learn a new one. <sighs> and some of them can't do the old skills they know right. You better fit, you better perfect an <laughs> old skill before you learn a new skill. Listen, it, it, this is what I tell people a lot of times. You need to work on the things you're good at. If you're good at playing spades, but you're not at dominoes, play spades. Don't sit at the table with dominoes because you're going to lose and you get frustrated and people will laugh at you. And they'll say, oh, that's that person that can't play dominoes. Don't Six, do that. Eight, one, eight. <laughs> Boy, with these toys. Follow that cat. <laughs> but I'm saying, you want to learn a new school, new skill? Fine, cool. But understand what it is. It's a new skill, okay? Take the time to do it. And you shouldn't have to use it as a resolution to learn a new skill. You should learn a new skill anytime and every time you can. So don't just say, hey, I'm going to wait to my New Year's resolution. I'm going to put that on there for learning a new skill. Learn it anyway. Be happy with what yourself and do the things you love. So there you go. A little nugget of life from the buff nerd. Hey, let's go. And then with that, it's time for us to make an exit. Thank you again for being here. Make sure that you like, subscribe, smash that bell, okay, so you know when we're on. Make sure that you comment. As you can see, we'd love to hear your comments, and we will comment back to you on YouTube, Facebook, wherever you're catching this podcast. And, of course, on Anchor, uh, I'm sorry, on Amazon, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Instagram, we're there. Check us out. Love to see what you got going on. Hey, let us help you get through that New Year's workout since you're going to be at the gym for a little while with all the resolutions. So just go ahead and put on big game in the buffing area while you're on the hey. Kanye hey. workout plan. I'm the envy of all my friends. I don't know why I get from pub on the show like that. Damn it. <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody just commented about the Buccaneers, man. I know we got to. Do the boys need to be where? The minutes. boys? Wait, I'm going to read this. With the Bucks looking like they will win the South, do the boys need to be worried? So do the Cowboys need to be worried about the Not Buccaneers? Not at all. Because we already. <laughs> Not hey, at all. Hey, Jay, can I say something to that one? What's hey, up? Keep it, keep it real, uh, who that sports. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Early on in the season, before this constant, constant stall of Buccaneers offense, I would have said, hey, man, we're going to be better in the postseason. Tom gets better with time. Tom Brady has looked worse over time this year throwing the ball. Dallas is getting better at getting better. Scoring. We're no. getting better at scoring. You score a lot, but you play against shit defenses too. This is my whole thing. Tampa Bay doesn't scare anybody right now. Early on in the year, Philly I believe. Is Dallas, not hey, a hey, man, hey, man, can I finish my point, please? I think early on in the year, it's truthful. The Buccaneers are still feared a little bit because of Tom Brady and that that stout defense. Um, injuries, uh, other things plagued them. Even with the Buccaneers, I honestly think the way Carolina runs the ball and play defense and get out to the quarterback, Carolina might be a more fierce opponent to the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I agree with guess, that. Guess what? It hurts. It hurt. It hurts me to like. I say that and just go. Ow! It hurts me to say that right now, but I don't think that the Cowboys are worried about this Buccaneers team that we've seen play over the last five weeks. Mm-mm. 
Nope. Nope. Not at all. I think I think the the fact that we can put forty points on Philly gives us the confidence to say that we can put some points. I won't say forty, but we can put some points on Buccaneers. We can put some points on any team that's out there. I think Philly has one of the best defenses out there. Um maybe besides San Francisco. And Ooh, I don't think nobody wants to see them Niners right now, bro. The no. Niners are ooh, no. wait, ain't so that's bad, a team man. I don't want to see. Yeah. I don't want to see them in the playoffs. Yeah. Um I don't want to see them. But as far as the, the Bucks, no, nah, not at all. Not at all. I, I would I'd rather see them than Carolina Panthers. <laughs> It is what it well, is. I'm glad you told me. We'll, we'll see him in the playoffs. You know, we're five, therefore, there you go. And that's the way it's going to sit. Hey, man, can I say something? Don't laugh at me. We got to win Sunday first. Yeah. We got to <laughs> beat Carolina first. Like, I'm not even comfortable right now, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, only scares me for the boys and inconsistency of the defense. That's we actually so talked man, about they, that. They've been so inconsistent right now on defense, man. It is. Yeah. It's rough. And uh, uh, keeping it real, who that sports podcast, check us out tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Central, uh, Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be talking about that on Cowboys cutting up right here on BG Entertainment. Uh, but, yeah, it, it is it is very inconsistent, and it's very scary because of the players that have gone down and the players that are still there. So we have Van Der Esch and you have all of your DBs or a good portion of your DBs down um, and two of your interior defensive linemen. Yeah, that's an issue. Mm. That's a big, big issue. And, you know, to Game's point that he said earlier, Micah is not playing like Micah Parsons. And they rely so much on him to get the pressure and everything else. It makes it hard. Um Hey, keeping it real, who that sports you live tomorrow, 8 30 tomorrow. Too. Okay. No so, sweat. Catch us on the flip for, on the first part. <laughs> we'll try to and we'll try to, you know, get over yeah. and do that. I go between shows or cause I'm not on that Wednesday show because I just yeah, I can't do yeah, it. Yeah. I don't I bleed blue. Oh, pull up. I, I bleed Nevada blue. <laughs> yeah, I bleed Nevada blue. I can't I can't wear that. I can't I can't put that little ugly star on nothing yet. Well that's anyway. why I couldn't beat that's why I couldn't beat you and L V. That hurt. Hit a brother white down. Hit a brother white down. College team didn't do well. Pro team struggling. Um, you know, okay, Jay Stoggs. I see how it is, man. But hey, for, for the Buffner Jay Stoggs, it's your boy, Big Game James. I want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank y'all again for all those subscribers that we have out there. Please continue to hit that thumbs up, that notification bell, and tell somebody you know to tune in to Big Game Sports Buzz so they can catch me and the Buff Nerd. Every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Time. And y'all make sure y'all check out Buff Nerd and Cowboys Cutting Up Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Central Time. And the Sports Chop Shop will be back soon, y'all. Hey, this Big Game James. That's the Buff Nerd, Jay Stoggs. This is Big Game Sports Buzz. Who you know the 